Yeah. One of the three groups will meet the enemy no matter what. However, oppositely, the other two groups will live. That's just an escape goat. The one-eyed man retorted loudly. He must have been seriously enraged because the veins on his neck were visible. TSK, he's a good guy, but the places he got serious at made it tiring. The other guys complained as well, saying things like, that's not right, and we'd rather all die together. A bunch of peerless fools they were. You all don't know what death means. That's why you're easily able to say that you're willing to die together. But there was no benefit in speaking truthfully here. Let's talk. While mixing lies here and there. What? I'm only honest to myself. I never said that I was honest with other people as well, did I? Shut up you punks. My job is to send as many people as I can back. Home. They twitched. Would you look at that? They got scared just. Because I shouted a bit. There's a limit to expectations if they thought. They could fight 30 people with this attitude. You guys all have a family, right? Man's pride? That's good. Companionship? That's also nice. But what's the point of worrying? About all that if we end up dead, huh? Who's going to take? Responsibility of your families? What about your kids? What about the fellow village people? Working in the fields in our stead? What about your wives? A complicated silence fell upon them. As expected, there's nothing as persuasive as family. Even though I was illiterate, I at least knew how to deal with people. The ones who are alive will take responsibility for the families of the ones that have fallen. I made my words a notch softer and concluded. We have no more corners to back up to, you punks. Think about your families and the village. Everything else is useless. Forget it all. And only think of your families. They lowered their heads. Of course. If you thought with reason, then my suggestion was the best. It was just the fact that they had to sacrifice someone else's life. That was hard to accept. They had to cut off that part of their minds. The adventurers separated into three units. Four, three, three people each. Let's get going now. I ordered sternly. Which route met with the enemy, that all relied on luck. Well, if. You asked if it really was entirely based on luck, then that wasn't right. I purposely placed the demon lord in another group. If the enemy had a magical energy detecting device, then it would react to the demon lord. The target will naturally go to him. In other words, he worked as bait. I was good at using my head in this kind of places. All right. Time to genuinely run away. Please die, my close comrades. So that way, I can live. Weakest Demon Lord, Rank 71st, Dantalian. Empire Calendar, Year 1505, Month 4, Day 4. Dantalian's Demon Lord Castle. The adventurers patted each other's shoulders lightly. They then. Departed down their own path out of the three. Go and die, you dogs. You'll be the one dying. I'll make sure to enjoy your wife in your. Stead. The adventurers swearing at each other was simply a coping method. They knew that if their farewells were heavy, then their feet would be heavy as well. The leader of the unit I was with spoke. We should get going as well, yeah. I was on the back of the new guy again. The unit I was with specially had four members. It was because they had extra luggage to carry, which was me. The person that was Temporarily acting as leader was the one-eyed bald man. The person. Who refuted against Riff earlier. Gloomy footsteps echoed throughout the cavern. Not a single person said a word. The shadow of people reflected on. The cavern wall, by the torches. The shadows wavered like a mirage. 
When Riff suggested to divide the group into three, I honestly wanted to run around and joy. That was the idea I was originally going to propose. I was afraid of a group of ten adventurers together, but I didn't fear a group split up into threes and fours. They were foolish. Riff suggested to split up in order to raise his chances of survival as much as possible, however, he was mistaken from the premise. He completely believed the words of a demon lord. Normally, adventurers and demon lords were supposed to be hostile to one another, but they had easily trusted my information. Were they being careless, or did I really appear to be that pitiful? If it was the latter, then that was a relief. It was proof that my acting skills weren't rusty yet. The price to pay for being careless shall be huge, riff. I stared at the empty space in front of me. A half-transparent map was being projected. Red dots had split down three separate paths and were drifting away from each other. Amongst the functions in the system, there was the ability to see a map. Conveniently, the adventurers were displayed as red dots and even showed their current positions. There was a thick cavern wall between each roots. There were pathways that connected the roots at a couple of places, but only I, who had the system map, knew this. The adventurers had no means of communication whatsoever. Even if a massacre was to occur. Employment tab. I spoke in my mind. A ridiculously cheerful tearing sound effect rang. Monster stamina attack defense price. Slime FFE 4. Libra. Weak. Fairy. FEF 8. Libra. Goblin. Deserter. EEF 12. Libra. Weak. Golem. DDC 20. Libra. For a slight moment, it was probably for only an instant, but there was hesitation in my eyes. The adventurers had split themselves up into three groups. They trusted the demon lord Dantalian when they should have been hostile against him. They had not only lowered their fighting prowess, but they were mentally unprepared as well. The optimum requirement for a surprise attack. But the reason why I was hesitating for a moment. Who knows? If I hired monsters and attacked the adventurers here, then I'd be crossing the Rubicon River. 5. For the adventurers to die or for myself to die. Only one of the two future existed. There was no going. Back. The inside of my mouth felt dry. It was impossible to return once I've made my decision. I was realizing the weight of my choice. Then, the second choice box since coming to this world had. Appeared. 1. Annihilate the adventurers like this. 2. Be taken by the adventurers like this. Just as I thought. I figured out in what situations these choices appeared. When my life was on the line, or when other people's lives were on the line, these boxes popped up in those immensely vital points, as if telling me to really think about my decision carefully. Regardless, my obvious choice was option number one. A hopeful future for a demon lord captured by humans did not exist. Even if the adventurers decided not to kill me, it was useless. The adventurers will sell me over to the city in order to gain the bounty, and then my head will be displayed on the town square too. Show off to the people about how well the cutting off of my head was done. So thus, I selected number one. I'll kill every last human before me. Hire weak golem. You've hired a weak golem. Would you like to summon weak golem? My entire fortune of 21 Libra shrunk down to a single Libra in an instant. At the same moment, the cave floor was covered in light. H huh? What's going on? The adventurers panicked. The light caused by the summoning circle lit up the dark cavern. Entirely for a brief second. The moment everyone's gaze was focused. On the circle, I bared my teeth. Cruench.
It sounded like a plastic bag was being ripped. However, it was something much more raw than a plastic bag. With my teeth, I had bit down strongly onto the ear of the newbie adventurer who was carrying me. Qua! The adventurer cried out and flailed his body. I, who was on his back, fell to the floor. I was already preparing a safe way to fall, so the impact wasn't too big. J. Jack. What happened? What's wrong? G-U-H, ah, ear. My ear. The vision that was focused on the summoning circle moved to, here. With a genuinely fearful expression, I pointed towards the other. Side. Everyone. Behind you. Look behind you. In the spot I was pointing at was an arm made of stone reaching. Out from the earth. The stone arm grasped the ground and, like a demon coming out of hell itself, a bulky body emerged. A disturbing gurdadu, gurdu. Sound resonated. It was the sound of boulders grinding against each other. The adventurers stared at the summoning magic with their mouths agape. And my god. Raise your shields. Take out your swords. The adventurers were moving about in confusion. Nevertheless, the bald one-eyed man, proving that he wasn't just the sub-captain by name, gave orders to his comrades. However, your enemy wasn't. Only the golem that had suddenly appeared. Mmmmm. I jumped back onto the back of the new guy and covered his mouth. The man opened his eyes widely. His eyes looked like they were shouting, What are you doing? He had a dagger on his hip that I had been eyeing since the beginning. I pulled his dagger out and brought it down on his throat. Once, twice, thrice, and finally for the fourth time. I didn't even give him the opportunity to resist. EUB, PBB. Hup. The newbie screamed, but the sound was muffled by my hand. Making it only sound like a moan. Soon the groans became bright red blood and drenched my hand. Stickily. You, EUB. I silently stared down at the new guy's eyes. Finally, his body went limp. This took eight seconds. The other adventurers had no idea that the newbie was murdered. Behind them. Thus, I had committed my first murder, but I didn't have time to. Get sentimental. The situation was still dire. I immediately hid the dagger in my clothes and turned my head. End up proof 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 end up proof. Right on time, the golem had climbed out fully. As if celebrating the fact that it had escaped from the stifling. Underground world, the golem raised its head and let out a long roar. The ceiling of the cave shook, making the stalactites tremble as well. Even if it was called weak golem, at this moment, the one. Dominating this space was that monster. This was a monster. This was a demon. It looked so much different from humans, and that atrocious outer appearance was enough to plant fear into the hearts of humans. Hayek. The adventurers shrunk back. One man's arms were trembling so much that he had dropped his torch. Since the light from the summoning circle was gone, the cavern had returned back to being dark, that raised the adventurers' fears to no limit. The light from the torch gave the cave a reddish glow, giving only slight glimpses of that massive body in the distant darkness. People who used to do farm work for a living in their hometown. These people may have been realizing for the first time that adventurer was a discreditable occupation that normally faced against mythical terrors like this. Eww. The three adventurers gathered together. This was an instinct implanted into humans to unite together with their comrades when facing a large beast. However, in this situation that instinct had made them commit a grave mistake. End up proof 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 end up proof. As big as the golem was, its footsteps were slow. If the adventurers had spread out instead of grouping together, then they may have been able to deal with the golem.
But these men lacked experience, experience of fighting various types of demons. Like a tank, the golem advanced towards the men. Its feet came down with a thud and shook the ground. The tremors violently jolted. The darkness. The adventurers could do nothing but hold up their wooden shields. Their entire body had become rigid. They should probably be complimented for not having run away on the spot. T this person is dead. I intensely shook the already disordered adventurers by another level. I was holding up the new guy's chest and shouting. He suddenly fell. It's black magic. Someone unbeknownst to me is assaulting everyone. Quickly, please get away. What? A moment of unrest. However, faltering for even a second while a golem was right in front of you, that was more than enough time to bring about a tragic end. The adventurer's attention was dispersed. Aiming for that chance, the golem swung its fist. The target was the bald one-eyed man. As the person responsible for this unit, when he had heard that the new guy had died, he had turned this way for a brief second. The golem's heavy stone fist smashed into his body just like that. There wasn't even a shout. His skull was crushed and he was met with instant death. The wooden shield which the village blacksmith had made was of no use. Uh, ah? Uh? One step late, the survivors reacted. Honestly, to say that it was a proper reaction was miserable. One adventurer, as if giving up on all hope, fell to his knees. The other adventurer decided oppositely and was about to escape. Tossing away his torch and sword, he got rid of anything that was weighing him down and ran. It'd be troubling if I missed one person here. This way. Run this way. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Giving me an obscure response, the adventurer ran towards me. It was like the behavior unconsciously taken by people during a fire. When told to escape this way, they ran towards that direction. Recklessly. I pulled the man close and whispered. Calm your breathing. Golems lack good eyesight and hearing. If you quietly hide in the corner of the cave, then you'll be safe. You can. Believe me. I'm an expert on demon characteristics. Oh, okay. I understand. Now, follow after me and breathe slowly. One. Two. Who. 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 Good. That's it. Inhale and exhale, slowly. The adventurer settled his breathing. I grabbed his hand tightly. It was a well-known fact that people became relaxed when a professional grabbed their hand during a crisis. 1. The adventurer breathed while following my command. I stealthily pulled out the dagger. 2. It was at the moment he was going to breathe out. With the blade, I slit his throat. Calm breathing could never come out of his mouth. Ever again, blood filled his gullet and his breathing couldn't become words. The only sound to come out were gurgles and coughs. Shortly after, the man met death. At about the same time the man stopped breathing in my arms, the golem had taken care of the other remaining person. The golem simply raised its foot and stomped the last man. The human body was a lot harder than I had expected. A man's body wasn't crushed immediately. A terrible scream came from the adventurer each time the golem's feet came down. The screams grew weaker as the stomping continued. At a certain point, the screams itself had stopped. Completely. Only the sound of bones breaking echoed lowly. The Sticky substance attached to the golem's foot was probably the man's guts. It was a gruesome conclusion. Who? I sat back against the cave wall. Exhaustion weighed down on my entire body. The heat had yet to subside. I didn't know that warmth could be so unpleasant. 
On the other hand, the cold coming off the wall was good. It was the perfect temperature for me right now. Half the temperature. Half. It's not over yet, I muttered to myself. I felt tired as if I had stayed up for four nights in a row. Regardless, I had several manuals carved into my skull. Carved like the ancient hieroglyphics in Egypt. The instincts that was implanted into me. Since I was a child, whispered to me. Clean up everything. If you don't want your crime to be caught henceforth. And what you've started. If you don't want malice and apprehension to remain. I calmly knitted my brows. My pounding chest slowed down. My breathing settled and my composure returned. Humans were beasts of instincts. If you create an instinct for every possible situation, then no matter when and where you are, you'll be able to cope like a beast of prey. There was no need for trial and error. In that sense, my father's words were correct. In truth, I, whose life was in danger, responded by getting rid of the humans who endangered me with no hesitation whatsoever. You could say it was thanks to that I could stay alive. At any rate, father is still. Even after death, he was haunting me like a bothersome ghost. I stood up and went through the pockets of the corpses. This was not stealing. I'm only taking back what was mine. After going through all the inside pockets and shoes, my fortune went up to 34 gold coins. It was enough to summon one more golem and a goblin as well. Map window. The inner map of the cave popped up in midair. I wonder if it was because they were moving cautiously, but the other two groups hadn't gotten that far ahead. I decided to go and wait at the locations that they'll arrive at. Using a shortcut unknown. To the adventurers, I got ahead of them. Diamond suit. Shit, why is there a monster left? The second battle commenced. The plan was very simple. The golem was sitting in a dark corner of the tunnel. As much as its body was made of stone, in a dark tunnel, it was impossible to tell the golem apart from the other boulders. So thus, right when the adventurers were passing by, I launched a sudden attack. The surprise attack worked nicely. On the first hit an adventurer's head was destroyed. Another adventurer was then grasped by the golem's hand, it then crushed the body with ease. It took merely 40 seconds for the unit of three to shrink down to only a single man standing. Cook. I stabbed the back of the remaining adventurer who was focusing on only the golem. This time it wasn't a dagger, but a long sword. The blade fully pierced through his chest. It can't be. The adventurer looked down at his chest. He had an expression on his face as if he couldn't believe that a sword was going through his chest. The adventurer twisted his face, bright red bloodshot eyes, glared at me. Demon lord, you bastard. Betrayed us. I pulled the long sword out. The man fell to the floor. I wonder if the blade had sliced his lungs. His last breath just now was wheezy. Like the sound of air leaking out. Of a punctured bicycle wheel. That was the man's last scream. Betrayal, huh? You were wrong. I never betrayed you men. On the contrary, it was the opposite. You men were the invaders, and this was Dantalian's home. If you had not charged in here, then you wouldn't have had to die. Ha. Huh. I went through the pockets of the corpses. Red blood was stained on the copper and silver coins. I held these coins tightly. As long as I was trapped in the role of the demon Lord Dantalian, other adventurer parties will come to capture me in the future. In preparation for that day, I have to collect war funds. Demon Lord Castle's Wealth Withdrawal Amount XX Libra Total Balance, 58 Libra Warning, if you withdraw too much at once, you may go bankrupt. I deposited the money into the castle vault. If you included the 20 Libra that I had spent on summoning the 
Golem, then I was almost back to having the original amount I had. Started with. Now everything will be over once I got rid of riffs. Group. I climbed up onto the golem's shoulder and headed towards. The next stage. In a moment, I arrived at the entrance of the castle. I made the golem lie in wait and stood in a dignified stance at the cave entrance. Around twenty minutes passed. From the other side of the tunnel a group emerged. It was Riff's unit. H.M.? If it isn't your honorable demon lord. Riff recognized me and creased his brows. How come you're by yourself? Where are the others? I did not answer. I wonder if they had noticed that the atmosphere was grim. The group stopped walking on their own. Well, if you had eyes then it was normal to feel like something was off. My entire body was fatigued. Your honor. I asked where the others are. Riff asked again. Impatience started to show on his face. Everyone is all right. They left to do something real quick. He was probably hoping for this kind of response. I cut down that hope mercilessly. They're dead. Eh? They're all dead. Not just the group that was with me. Excluding. Your group, all seven men have died. They're probably enjoying a nice beer together in the afterlife. A voice so cold came out of my mouth that it even surprised me as. Well. It wasn't simply cold, but a strong feeling of mockery was mixed. In as well. You could tell, by the contorting look on Riff's face. Don't tell me. The enemy attacked on both sides? Sir Riff. Please stop acting the fool when you already understood. What has happened? If what you said was correct, then there's no chance for me to be standing here like this. I chuckled. There are no invading enemy forces anywhere in the castle. That was a lie. A big fat lie. What? Do you still not understand? It was purely a strategy made to kill. Each and every one of you. The adventurer's faces changed dramatically. From welcoming to suspicion. From suspicion to rage. But this wasn't enough. My goal was to raise their rage into wrath. I twisted the edges of my mouth and grinned widely. It's all thanks to you, Riff. I'm honestly grateful that you believed. Me so easily. Adventurers, trusting a demon lord. The main character. To make this unloggable comedy a success was not me, but you. It was all a trick. Yes. I killed all seven people with these hands. I took out the dagger I had hidden within my clothes. You could. See the blood distinctively on the blade. This person and that person were all nothing but fools. Each time I stabbed their necks with this dagger, they each reacted by opening. Their eyes wide. Did you all honestly believe that a demon lord like myself would obediently cooperate? That's why beginner adventurers who lack experience are laughable. The newbie's reaction was especially amazing. He looked at me and muttered it can't be even though blood was pouring out of his throat. So I politely stabbed him one more time. His wife back home should be relieved. She's better off not having such a foolish who. Adventurer Riff's affection went down by 21. Adventurer Zed's affection went down by 23. Adventurer Zack's affection went down by 20. The affection of the three adventurers instantly fell to zero. And amongst those three, someone had thrown a stone at me as hard as they could. With a thuck the stone hit my forehead. The rock contained a lot of killing intent. He probably intended to finish me with that. But, unfortunately, the aim was slightly off so after scratching a bit of my forehead it had flown past me. That's not right. I'm sorry to say, but that was your last chance to hit me. If you had tossed it a bit better I may have died. You may have received the happy ending of the adventurers defeated the demon lord. 
it might have been a very slim chance, but that opportunity very much existed. Not the side of my head, but here. I tapped the center of my forehead with my finger. End up proof 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 end up proof. It was at that moment the golem attacked them from behind. The golem that was crouched like a boulder a second ago reached out its arms. It was the final battle. Please do your best to resist, Riff. You're the first human to push my head down onto the ground in the past ten years. I've been vowing. To repay you back fully for what you did for quite a while now. Adventurer, cowardly looter, Riff Hoffman. Empire Calendar, Year 1505, Month 4, Day 4. Dantalian's Demon Lord Castle. Impossible. This is impossible. What is that man? He's giving off a completely different atmosphere compared to earlier. Where'd the man who kept lowering? His head like a small fry disappear too? Who is that man over there? Who's grinning so shamelessly? Hua wa. Shit, another one got done in. It was especially bad that the golem had come from behind. Before. We could even react, someone was already dead. We tried our best to. Fight with just us two but. Damn it. The weakness of inexperienced adventurers was revealed here. The other remaining adventurer was getting too worked up so he wasn't able to back me up properly. This half-wit excitement will only become poison during combat. How has he not shoved this basic information into his skull yet? No. The person who brought these greenhorns to the demon Lord's castle was me. I was blinded by greed and ended up making a mistake. At the time I didn't think it was wrong. I kept telling myself that it was a smart idea. In the end, did my foolishness bring upon this misfortune? The words the demon lord had said while he was being cynical was right. We were too careless. Shit. But I don't plan to die easily, you know. Despite everything, I'm still a professional when it comes to surviving. I'll struggle disgracefully to the very end if I have to. I, I surrender. I tossed away my shield and sword. The man before me uttered a oh and raised the corners of his mouth. That smile came incredibly naturally to him. That was probably his true self, cold-blooded, merciless, and more sinister than anyone else. Aren't you being quite well-behaved, Captain Riff? I will do whatever you want if you spare my life. I, I really did not. No. That your honor was such a terrifying person. Please, I beg for. Your forgiveness. I did my best to display a pathetic expression. It was obvious what was going on in your head, Demon Lord. You had won, and I had lost. The positions were suddenly switched. The demon lord, who was pretending to be the loser until now was finally able to reverse the situation. You're probably thrilled and excited. It's clear that you'll want to enjoy this as much as you can. To take delight in your victory by humiliating me as you please. I was dull and foolish. I apologize, honorable demon lord. Please. Feel pity for this lowly human and grant me mercy. I will never step. Foot in your honor's territory ever again. I slammed my forehead against the floor repetitively. I didn't care if this method was loud and pathetic. It was better if it was noisy. The most important part was to satisfy the other person's pride. Sure enough, the demon lord grinned. I see. If you wish to apologize, then do so, by cutting off your own hand. And my hand? Yes. Do so, and I will let you live. I won't cut your arms or legs off. Either. The demon lord chuckled. Think carefully. In truth, I'm the one at a loss in this trade. It was the exact words that I had tossed in ridicule at the demon.
Lord before. Those words came right back at me like an arrow. I grinded my teeth. But this was a chance. I would be able to take out a weapon, without having to worry about drawing suspicion. Of course. I will more than gladly cut my hand. Thank you for... Forgiving me. Thank you very much, Honorable Demon Lord. I took out the dagger that was attached to my hip. While lifting up the dagger in the air as if to bring it down onto my hand, I stood up just like that and charged at the Demon Lord. You naively showed an opening, Demon Lord Dantalian. Hi, Aya. I ran while crying out. I'm sorry to say, but I'm gifted at controlling people's psychology. It's your own fault for getting overconfident and lowering your guard just because you were so close to winning. The demon lord may have been holding a long sword, but it was too late to get into a proper stance. The golem behind me probably won't make it on time. Even if the front or the back moves, I'll be the first to stab this blade into the damn demon lord. I put more spirit into my body and thrust my dagger forward and my body staggered right before I could reach him. You hick. I ended up letting out a questionable noise. My foot had suddenly stopped. When I looked down I saw a bluish slime wrapped around my right foot. I was unable to withstand the momentum I was running with a second ago and fell forward. I groaned as I desperately tried to take my foot out of the slime. It wouldn't budge. One second, two second had passed, before my mind started catching up. To what had happened. Since when did you prepare something like a slime? Don't tell me, from the very beginning? Are you telling me that? He knew from the start that I was pretending to surrender? Then, something large, crushed my body. Qua, the golem had slammed its fist down onto my lower body. My legs were obviously destroyed and my waist along with them. I could vividly feel the sensation of my bones breaking. The intense pain made everything in front of me start to blur and fade. Something was flowing out of me. Was it my blood? It could possibly be my innards. Whatever it was, this was my end. I had Never experienced something like dying before, but for some reason I had the strong feeling of I will die here. Damn, it. I vomited blood. I couldn't even muster the strength to talk. A blurry shadow came into my fading vision. The shadow moved, then a blade stabbed into my throat. To make sure that I was dead at this point. Isn't that a bit too much for a life that was already destined to die? Before everything went dark, I was able to see the other person's face for just a moment. The man was looking down at me, and smiling. Go back to your mother's womb and learn again, amateur. The devilish grin was there. Is that so? Is that what the race known as demon lords are? Coo. From the start, this was a monster that a low-class adventurer like me should have never dared to go after. It was us who were the ones being hunted, not him. I had stupidly forgotten my position on the food chain. For an animal that was unable to recognize a predator, the only fate that laid in wait for them was death. I had vowed to never fight monsters in my life and live as a looter, but in the end I ended up facing the final of final monsters. My vision was black. Even after death, I'll probably be severely regretting my foolishness, weakest demon lord, rank 71st, Dantalian. Empire calendar, year 1505, month 4, day 4. Dantalian's demon lord castle. Huh. Once I made sure Riff was dead, I let out a long sigh. It was over. I toppled down and sat on the floor. It felt as if my Extremely sensitive nerves had been put into a spa and were starting to melt. It was the aftereffect for running my brain on full throttle for three hours straight. After receiving a mysterious survey in my email I was dropped into a different world. 
It was a shock that I had become a demon lord in. A world where a hero was the protagonist, but to also discover that I was the weakest demon lord, Dantalian. Without being able to properly figure out what was going on, I had to face a group of adventurers and was eventually able to kill them all. This all happened in three hours. It was obvious that my brain would be so exhausted. Thank you for going through the effort, my pretty brain. 6. You work to the point that some brain cells most likely evaporated. 1. Annihilate the adventurers like this. 2. Be taken by the adventurers like this. The words that were lying in the corner of my view shined brightly. The letters broke apart into little white particles and then formed different lines. A cruel and merciless decision. Infamy increased slightly. Not a cruel decision, but a wise decision. I blurted out in rebuttal. Then how else was I supposed to deal with a gang of people who had invaded with the intention to kill me? Were we supposed to grab each other's hands and sing songs about how we're all one? What an unfunny joke. Tutorial clear. The sound of a victory horn rang loudly. A row of notification windows appeared in midair. You will receive a difficulty bonus. Lunatic, you will receive the highest bonus. S-grade privileges will be selectable. Please select a privilege. Warning, the systems automatically presented during the tutorial will not be accessible after this point. If there is a system that you really want to keep, then please select it in the privileges. That's kind of you. So it meant that things like being able to see the demon lord, castle status, seeing other people's stats, and showing your affection, rate with other people were given as a service only during the tutorial. It was a sampler. To test out all the systems first and then later. Decide which one you need the most. A list of all the privileges appeared in front of me. Nest building demon lord, s observe the state of the castle, and extend it. Zeus's eagle, s, no matter what terrain, be able to see a real-time map. Cronus's heritage, s every ten years you are able to save your progress. Aphrodite's apostle, s, be able to see the affection rate of other people. Athena's apostle, s, your leadership ability goes up to great hero rank. Ares's apostle, s, your might ability goes up to Great hero rank. Apollon's apostle, s, your intelligence ability. Goes up to great hero rank. Demeter's apostle, s, your politics ability goes. Up to great hero rank. Hermes's apostle, s, your charm ability goes up. To great hero rank. Hephaestus apostle, s, your technique ability. Goes up to great hero rank. Dionysus's foot, s all saintesses in every. Shrine worships you. Poseidon's arm, s, 50 highest class aquatic. Demons obey you. Hera's ear, s, you can understand and use every. Demon language. Hades eye, s you gain an exclusive storage for. Your items and money. Prometheus's hand, s, you can hire and summon. Monsters whenever you desire. Wow. That sure is a lot. I looked through the list with bleary eyes. The desire to fall over and take a nap weighed down on me heavily. I originally wasn't a sincere human. I was someone who revered. Being lazy. Can't you tell by the fact that I had moved to some remote neighborhood and spent my days just playing computer games as soon as my father had passed away? I worked too much today. Uh, I guess, yeah. Let's go with Aphrodite's apostle. I spoke as if I was trying to shoo away a friend who kept bothering me. Being able to see the cave map was probably Zeus's eagle, being able to move money in and out of the vault whenever I wanted to was probably Hate's eye, and being able to freely summon monsters was probably Prometheus's hand. All of these were tempting. However, the most cheat-like skill amongst these was the ability to Read other people's minds and check affection rate. To be able to read. Minds.
If you combined my acting skills and the ability to read minds, then I didn't have to ever worry about going somewhere and starving. To death. You have chosen a privilege. Your stats will be distributed according to how you cleared the tutorial. Okay, okay. Was it over now? I was already leaning back against the golem. The golem's body was made of stone and yet it was strangely warm. It was acceptable to use as a bed. Mr. Golem. I'm sorry, but I'll be using your body as a bed for a bit. End up proof end up proof, end up proof end up proof end up proof. The golem let out a soft grumble, I don't know what he had said. But the meaning got across. Make use of me whenever you please, should be a decent translation of what it had said. A demon who's gentle to their master, but merciless, to adventurers. How cool. I almost fell for you. The golem's body really was warm. As if sleep would envelop me immediately. What this place was. Why this place had a similar universe to dungeon attack. How systems that normally only appeared in games appeared here. There was no way to answer these questions in my current. Situation. Regardless, I can clearly state what will happen from now. On. I plan to lay around and sleep all day. Chapter 3 Faceless Disease A memory from long ago. It was around the time I had started elementary school. Father. Why didn't you marry only one girl? At that time I had learned that monogamy was common sense in nearly every country. Our country was the same. In other words, it meant that my growing environment being unusual was confirmed on a national level. Son. You probably won't understand, but there are good women. Around the world, albeit rare, and even more rare than that are good. Men. If a good woman and a good man were to meet, then it's inevitable that they'll have sex. My father declared shamelessly. As he always would. Oh? So for father, you were able to meet five of those so-called rare. Good women? That's because I did a lot of good things in my past life. Maybe I should try believing in Allah next time. During that time, I would go to church every week and would constantly pray for lightning to strike down upon my father's head. I'm not sure why, but my father was still fine. Perhaps it was because God was running an international business. He didn't think the desperate plea of an eight-year-old child was important. Thus I decided to not get involved in God's business industry. Give and take. There was always a background for the reason why I had become an atheist. My shrewd son. Keep in mind your father's words. Although I think that the reason why my personality became so rotten is 80% your fault, father. What is it? If you're lucky, then you will meet good women. You'll know. They're good, just by looking at them, no matter what you do. Never. Never let those women go. Couldn't you have at least used the singular term instead of the plural, father? Thanks to that all I hear is a very trash-like statement. Trash, huh? Oh well. Son. Be prepared beforehand. No matter. What you choose, you will live a life more harsh than I. Why would I? My personality is already more mature than you, father. Because you're more competent than I am. He raised the corners of his mouth. People who are overly competent won't marry just anyone. In the end, they'll search for a companion who can understand them. The only person capable of understanding a competent man is an equally competent woman. Then what will happen? My father raised an index finger. Since two competent people are together, they'll most likely achieve great things. Once you reach a higher position, you'll end up meeting another woman as competent as you are. You'll be able to understand one another and then it'll become three people together. He raised his middle finger. Now that there's three, you'll get to an even higher position. Once at 
The top, you'll take a look around and find another competent woman. Now there's four. And before you know it, it'll increase to five. He finally lifted up his ring finger and pinky. I was dumbfounded and retorted back. In my entire life, I had never heard nonsense as nonsensical as this. I thought it was impossible for pregnancy to happen between a dog and a human, but when I look at you, father, I worry that I might be the one to have gotten past that impossible barrier as a miracle and was born. You are more of a devil than I am. This dad of yours limit was for women. That's as far as I could get. Regardless, I look forward to see how far up you'll go. Garbage of a father, I will not go out with anyone. I looked him straight in the eyes. And even if I do end up doing so, I will only date a single person. I will never do something like cheat and hurt the person that is important to me. That's not a surprise, coming from you. He grinned. Annoyingly. Even as his son, it was a cool smile. Weakest Demon Lord, Rank 71st, Dantalian. Empire Calendar, Year 1505, Month 4, Day 18, Dantalian's Demon Lord Castle. Life was beautiful. To the point that the people who think themselves as nihilistic should admit as well that life was so beautiful. Following the setting in Dungeon Attack, Demon Lords are a clump of magical energy. All bodily functions are handled by magic. In other words, if you don't eat or sleep, thanks to the magical energy, your mind will still be fully active. There was no problem even if I rolled around on my bed for four days. Straight. I didn't even have to work for food. Isn't this the very life that Neats all around the world had? Dreamed for? I'd like to borrow this position and make a declaration. Demon lords are the best. Demon lords, hooray. Here's to you, demon lords. Your Highness, Dantalian. There was a time I had actually thought all that. I turned my head slowly because of the abrupt voice. I was currently lying down on my bed, so if I wanted to turn my head then I had to flip my entire body as well. It was an incredible amount of wasted energy. As if I was looking at the minister of environment who had just finished reading the report on electricity. Consumption during the summer, I looked at the person within. A cursed gaze. Why are you calling me? Today is the deadline. This time, no matter what, I will have your highness pay back the debt and interest. There a female, who wore her hair in two braids, stood. She looked around the age of a girl who had just graduated high. School. Not matching her outer appearance, her face was incredibly void of emotions. Like a straggler returning from war would often be. Light. The girl looked as if she had long ago burned off all the fuel that was in the thing called emotions. Should I call it dry as dust? That was this girl's normal expression. It had been half a month since I had first met her, but I had never witnessed something even remotely close to a smile from her. I'm starting to suspect that she has some sort of illness. Perhaps forever on her period syndrome. That sounded like a sickness that existed. The girl spoke. The 100 libra that your highness had borrowed three months ago. If your highness includes this month's interest, then the interest alone is a total of 96 libra. This one is here to receive 196 libra from your Highness, I'm saying it again, but I have never borrowed money from you. I dug the inside of my nose with my pinky. How am I supposed to repay money that I had never borrowed? Give up. That is wrong. Your Highness has most definitely received a loan. From the Kunkuska firm. Please look at this bond of debt. Your Highness thumbprint is certainly here. The girl took out a scroll parchment from her bag. In a vintage handwriting, a contract was written on the parchment. I owe you 100 Libra coins, 40% interest every month. Rank 71st, Demon Lord Dantalian, has been loaned. The above written amount of gold. 
the interest must be paid on the 10th of every month, and the principal is due by year 1505, month 4, day 11thed, I end the case that the interest is overdue, the creditor may at any time demand all of the principal and interest. The debtor, demon lord, Dantalian, during that time shall not display opposition. Year 1505, month 2, day 1. Rank 71st, nameless demon lord, Dantalian. Concusca firm, exclusive consultant, Lapis Lazuli. Hereby vow to Hermes and Hades. As you can see, the girl displayed to me the parchment and spoke methodically. The deadline date was originally the 11th of this month. A week has already passed. Your Highness had requested for us to delay it for a week. Your Highness, the time limit is up. Did I do that? I don't remember. It is of no use to feign ignorance. I was going to pretend to be indifferent, but this girl sternly cut me off. I cannot delay the deadline any further. Can you not push it back another week? That is impossible. Immediate response. Didn't your highness say the same thing last time? Delaying the deadline may be possible once, but two times in a row will not be allowed. A spiteful girl. She was the type of person who could kill someone without blinking. Diamond suit. A week ago, this girl had suddenly visited my castle while introducing herself as an employee of some firm. These type of guests were usually unwelcomed back in my original world, and sure enough, she had abruptly pushed a debt bill on me and pressured me to pay up a debt. That is correct, your highness. The girl lowered her head and bowed. It was like she was a veteran. Maid. Her every movement was well-disciplined, except the fact that I couldn't even feel the least bit of respect towards me. She gave off the feeling that she had only bowed, because greetings were a core part in social interactions. Well, I was only a demon lord in name. I was still something that would compare to a rice fish. 1. Dantalian. I'm grateful she displayed even the smallest bit of etiquette towards me, on the contrary, I should be the one that should be bowing. I had no complaints. Your Highness had taken a loan of 100 libra from our firm, Concusca, around this time, two months ago, since the day to pay. The interest has arrived, this lowly one has come in person to meet. Your Highness. My God. I closed my eyes tightly. I didn't think that Demon Lord Dantalian's position could get any worse than this, but it seems that I had been overly optimistic. I had put my life on the line and was able to repel the adventurers. But now a personal money-lending business had arrived at my doorsteps. Economic aggression after an armed protest. It was an actual standard colonial policy. It was admirable. If need be, I wanted to applaud this clean diplomatic method. If the person directly involved wasn't me, that is. Fucking hell. Your Highness? While I was up to my neck with despair, the girl had tilted her head. She most likely had been an acquaintance of Dantlian for quite a while now. She might notice that I was suddenly acting strange. Compared to before. For now, in order to figure out the person's name, I muttered in my head. Status name, Lapis Lazuli. Stamina, rank E power, rank D defense, rank F affection, zero. So her name was Lapis Lazuli. I composed myself to have a serious expression. It would be fitting. To lie from here on. Since the affection was at zero, it'd only be appropriate to speak a bit coldly to her. Lazuli. There's a secret that I must tell you. Eh? I don't know why, but the girl had slightly raised her eyes. It seemed like she was surprised by what I had said. I didn't really say anything strange yet, and yet her reaction was weird. What's the matter?
my apologies. This one had never expected in their wildest dreams that your highness would remember this one's name. Normally, your highness would refer to this one as crossbreed, lowlife, larva, or prostitute. Dantalian was a piece of trash that went beyond expectation. I cleared my throat and changed the subject. Ehem. Bearing that in mind, this is an issue which involves that as. Well. You may not know this, but exactly one week ago a group of. Adventurers had invaded here. While I was retaliating against said. Adventurers I had hit my head against the ground. Then what do you. No. I found out that I had lost parts of my memory. I then pointed at my leg. My leg was also seriously injured and had only just recently healed. A couple of days ago. If things went wrong, then I would have died. Honestly speaking, other than knowing that your name is Lapis. Lazuli, everything else is rather fuzzy and vague. Is that so? Lapis Lazuli gazed at me with eyes containing suspicion. Of course, there was no way she would easily believe the words of a man who had suddenly claimed to have lost his memories. Nevertheless, I stayed brazen. For a moment, an atmosphere as if we were trying to analyze one another flowed. It seemed Lapis Lazuli had understood in her own way and bowed. Her head once again. To serve your highness would be a privilege for this one. If there is anything that this one can do to help your highness, then say so, and this one shall do her utmost to help. Good. Then I'd like to request something immediately. Yes. Could you possibly delay the deadline a bit? Lapis Lazuli blinked. Pardon? I currently do not have the money on me. I will most definitely pay within this week, so please grant me a bit more time. Okay? I beg. Of you. Her gaze became cold. Ten to one, she had most likely misunderstood and assumed that I had claimed to have lost my memories in order to delay the deadline. Sadly, I did not have the ability to fix the misunderstanding. Lapis Lazuli was a level-headed woman. If I was allowed to be more subjective, then she was a devilish woman. She did not consent to delaying the deadline by even a week. Despite my plea, she only gave me two days. From that day on for a week, I played a game of cat and mouse. With that lone shark. On the first day. Your Highness. The interest has already been pushed back by two. Months. The original loan was 100 Libra, but the interest alone is already at 96 Libra. Please make your payment. In the first place, is it not ridiculous that the compound interest is 40% every month? That's excessively expensive. I exclaimed while walking down one of the cavern paths. In one corner of the cave, there was an underground lake. Interestingly, the lake was heated just like a spa. My hobby was to go there every day and spend my time peacefully enjoying the heat of the water enveloping my body. However, that moneylender had solved her lodging problem in this cave and kept bothering me. Thanks to that, I couldn't properly enjoy my simple hobby. Concuska firm or whatever they're called, I'll make a formal complaint. This kind of interest rate is both economically and logically an evil influence to this society. That is why this one had warned your highness since the beginning. That, unless it was a desperate situation, to never borrow money from our Concuska firm. But the one to had kept pushing. For the loan two months ago was none other than your highness, Dantalian. No. That wasn't me who borrowed that money. I clenched my teeth and roared. Why did I have to pay back the money that someone else had? Borrowed? It was irrational. Ah, irrational beyond measure. Life being. Beautiful was, as expected, a delusion. Life was dirty and cheap. I cursed at my fate of possessing a demon lord. Demon lords were the worst. Demon lords die. I apologize. But this one does not understand what your highness means. 
I'm saying that it was some half-wit named Dantalian that had taken that loan. Lapis Lazuli looked this way as if she was looking at something. Rotten. Isn't your highness that Dantalian, is what her eyes were asking. Me. Yes. People other than myself probably wouldn't be able to understand what I meant. That was obvious. If it truly is too difficult, then there is also the option to declare.